All right, let's get things rolling. So, welcome back, everybody. This is the Objective Anime Analysis Podcast. Um, I like talking to anime. It's been a while. I think it's been like two weeks since I talked about any manga or anime. And I got my boy here, Gold Soul. We're going to chat it up, uh, talk about some anime, manga, and all that good stuff. Uh, how, how you been, my guy? How you been? How's I've been good, man. I've been good. It's good to get back in here with you. Uh, it's definitely been a minute, so glad we can get in, talk about some of these new chapters, and uh, catch up a little bit. Facts. I, I always want to talk about this weekly, but the last two weeks I've been moving here. Um, new background. I'm in Ohio in my new apartment, so I'm officially part of the Ohio culture, as you yep. say. So. I'm glad to see you in Ohio with myself, and I know Quan's located up here too, so welcome to Ohio. We'll, we'll see. I, so far, the moment I got to Ohio, I got sick, and then it snowed like five days in a row, and I hate snow. So I don't know what Ohio is doing to me right now. Yeah, it's been it's not real. Ideal. It's been real weird weather over the past couple of weeks because it was like pretty warm for like a week and a half, and then it just went back to snow and crazy, and it's been pretty cold and frigid with the wind lately. Yeah, it's not ideal, not a fan, but hopefully it gets better. But yeah, let's dive right into it. As always, we're going to start off with... Black Clover. So last time I talked about Black Clover, I think the last chapter I talked about was just before they killed that five-headed dragon. So that was the last thing I talked about. So to kind of recapture all of that. So five-headed dragon was defeated. Um, Honestly, the dragon, I've said this, the dragon is basically the ancient demon, but kind of like not as high. Sun version. Yeah, it's like, okay, it's just a big monster. At the very least, the ancient demon had the Lisht lore and the Spade Kingdom Prince lore. It's just like, oh, there's a five-headed dragon, and then really nobody really talked much about it other than it was a threat back in the day. It was kind of like a a parallel to the ancient dragon in a lot of ways with the uh, Land of the Sun, how they kind of had their lore about it and how it kind of was built on like the land of the sun where they were at was kind of built on that lore it's really similar to what they did with the clover kingdom and kind of how the clover kingdom was established back in the day in a matter of sense so it was kind of like parallels but just didn't have as much lore to prop up like the ancient demon exactly now this is what i'm going to try to do because i have been a little negative with black clover recently i'm going to try to say something positive first before i start slandering something you know just to be a little nicer to to these series especially black clover because in my personal opinion i'm gonna kind of preface this i personally think that tabata had a different plan in mind for the final arc i i low-key think kind of like bleach how uh kubo was rushed for the final arc and he just had to finish it i low-key think that is what's going on with tabata because i personally think he wanted to go with the devils as the final villains and then defeating the devils and then all of a sudden some point in the spade kingdom arc when lucius was revealed i don't think lucius was a preliminary thought personally that's when he was like he started getting rushed i was like all right let me just final off cap it off and then we got all we got so I mean, that's what i personally think i can understand that it is kind of like weird timing where they announced the final arc and the movie so it's kind of like if he's juggling both projects during the final arc of black clover that he's actually writing for the manga it's like it's a bad time to be working on the final arc when you're still having the movie and production and stuff like that that i'm sure he has some kind of input on um it does feel a little bit rushed um i was someone that definitely agrees that 
with the release schedule being so wonky over the past couple of months, like, I don't know, three or four months, it's been, you know, breaks every couple of weeks and different things like that. Uh, it's thrown off a lot of the momentum for this last arc and for you to take the first half of the last arc to get completely away from the Clover Kingdom and do like a training arc, just kind of slowed down the story and bogged it down where we got kind of Asta overload for it all. And I like Asta and all, but one of the best parts about Black Clover is the side cast of characters, the other magic knights, the captains, things like that. Yeah. So um, I agree. It does feel a little rushed, especially, you know, coming out of the training arc uh, in the land of the sun. It's like, boom, we're right to judgment day. And for when he announced we had three days from the beginning of that training arc to now, it's just like, it's like a weird timeline for everything. Um, definitely feels a little bit rushed for sure. Yeah. I just don't think he planned the land of the sun arc out actually. Um, Cause it, all the stuff we, cause usually Tabata goes pretty extensive in like building the backstories, building the lore and yeah. this arc, it did not feel like he built any of that. Even Ichika's backstory is kind of like, what is like it didn't really feel like a like in-depth backstory I feel like all right you kind of copied a cliche and then it wasn't really and then yami yami having a sister also was like cool at first and then you think about it wouldn't he have mentioned his sister at some point i feel like she didn't you really exist thought. beforehand yeah you would have thought did. you would have thought that he would have mentioned like his family or his clan or you know having a sibling or anything or you would have at least maybe seen that he was more urgent to get back home, but I don't know. Um, I guess with how everything ended there, he knew that he had to kind of just take the blame for everything and leave it at that and kind of move forward. But it does feel like, kind of like with My Hero, how they did it, where towards the end of the story of My Hero, going into this final arc, there was these loose ends that the authors knew that they fans wanted tied up and like wanted yeah. more backstory for so like fans are always like oh we need to know about the land of the sun or charmy's backstory or different things like that and it was the same thing for a lot of stuff with my hero where there was like you know the traitor and this and that it's like felt like they're kind of just like reaching to finish and tie off these ends so that they can kind of draw the focus down to what they need to for the final bits you know yeah i at the very least because i know it's always hard to create a good final arc i mean most series really don't nail it my my thing at this point is make it entertaining and then you know tie up the loose ends. Yeah. My problem with Black Clover is it's not tying up the loose ends we want to tie up, and then it's adding more loose ends to talk about. Like with now with all this Land of the Sun stuff, now with how did Asta get there? Like we still know nothing about the doors. And let's talk about Charmy for a second. Yeah. Oh, before, how did the Charmy's? Either Charmy or one of her ancestors land up in the land of the sun. Like, what? I don't understand that, bro. Yeah, that's, that's something it. that I'm not quite sure about, man. Because, like, she was known for like going off on these little like sprees where she would go and like find rare cooking elements and different things like that. But you would imagine that if she had been to that place and she knew that you know uh, Yami had been from there, or at least you know had some kind of relation to there that when Asta went missing, like she would at least think to check there, you know? Yeah. Or at the very least, like Yami found her. Like Yami should have known about her if he's part of the lore, right? So yeah, I like, guess it just depends on when that whole famine thing took place. I guess that's fair. Well, they got the robot and then we saw the little backstory image that literally was charming unless she has an ancestor that looks exactly like her. Like, right. I'm, 
I really don't want to do this, but I might agree with Quan at this point. I think Charmy's a gag character. <laughs> I think she's really reaching that tor- territory. Yeah, she uh, she definitely peaked at the elf arc um, when we've seen her get the her second you know second half of her abilities and like the introduction of the dwarf and stuff like that because you know she peaked there and it was really cool when that specific thing happened because it gave you all these options for the future that you might want to like know more about or get to see and it kind of expanded the world as far as the world building aspect but tabata never capitalized on it in a way that like was fulfilling instead the way he kind of wraps it up well as far as what we know is it going to be like she did some traveling back in the day somehow into the land of the sun and that's really you know all we know about so it's kind of a a a gag scenario for sure yeah she's uh haven't had great moments like we thought she was gonna do something in the spade arc like sure she got that 1v1 with that hair you know disciple but she did nothing in the invasion other than kind of you know give food to power up mimosa to use the ultimate healing spell that saves everybody's lives like yeah yeah it's charmy's character has been reaching i I can't i don't want to say that but she's been reaching that territory which is so it's tough because i mean there could have been a lot of potential with her, but yeah now she's kind of relegated to just being like a person that buffs the party and you know is used for like mass healing spells and stuff like that yeah um astro are you here I know uh, you want to talk about your Boruto, so when you're ready, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it, talk about uh, how good Boruto really is going to be moving forward. But um, there's two things I want to ask your opinion about. First thing in terms of this final arc is how do you feel about the, what is it called, the Tengetsu for, for uh, Ryu? I always forget his name, Ryu, the Tengetsu. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about this this random like super OP ability that can you can obtain by sacrificing all your mana? I'm not gonna. I don't remember how, what the other part is. Well, how do you feel about this ability existing? Uh, I mean, it's kind of a weird scenario. I, I like the fact that you have to sacrifice all of your uh, you know, your mana. Your I think it's like your your, your rotsu or yojutsu or something like that. Yeah, I um, think it's something yojutsu maybe. Yeah, and that's another thing that is, I'm kind of critical on with this fun with this land of the sun arc is like there's a lot of all the names are really hard to remember. A lot of the terminology for their specific area just kind of makes things kind of difficult to interpret at times. But as far as the Tengetsu and like the pretty much the all-seeing eye, I mean, I think it's a cool ability, but it's kind of a, I feel like it could lean towards being kind of a cop-out if he plays it certain ways. Um, but I, I like the idea of having to sacrifice all of your, you know, your mana for it. That's a good way to go about it because if you did that, if you still had mana and abilities outside of that, it would pretty much make you unstoppable. So you had to do something to kind of balance the scales. Um, I do feel like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like we knew once he found out that he had that all-seeing eye that that was going to be the reason that they can, you know, win this whole thing. And it's going to yeah. be kind of like a countermeasure to Lucius being able to see the future and such. So I'm interested to see, like, are they going to make that a part of the ju- – like, is Asta going to come back to the Clover Kingdom by himself or is he going to be coming with people that, you know, from the Land of the Sun that – because they have to come for right. sure they have to because eventually you know julius or lucius isn't going to stop just taking over the clover kingdom and when they did that pine panel in this 
you know, last chapter where they showed, you know, the people in the spade, the people in the heart kingdom, it looks like everybody understands that they're going to be involved. Yeah. And to speak on that panel real quick, no diamond kingdom panel. I feel like that's just so messed up. Like, I feel like they should be good now. It's been like over a year. Yeah. It's been a grip, man. It's been way too long. And there's been so many prime moments to bring them back in. Like, the Morris situation during the Spade invasion was a great time to bring in Mars, get his little payback action. Um, yeah, I, I'm really sad that he dropped the ball on this, you know, Tabata-wise, um, not bringing them in. There's still a sliver of chance since Morris is back that he can't, you know, the Di- Diamond and Mars and them can show up. Yeah. Um, but it's just going to be really surprising if they don't, you know. Like, if you bring in all the other places and the Land of the Sun, but just leave the Diamond out there. And was it you in our group chat that was talking about Leo being sus- uh, suspiciously missing in that panel? No, I, I don't. I don't know uh, who said that. Yeah, I, someone on Twitter. Then I saw them I talking even about. I noticed that. Yeah, okay. so in that picture with the, you know, you see the Silvas and them dealing with Acer, and then you also see Fugolion and Merleona, but you don't see Leo. And so, you know, someone was talking about maybe you know Leo's out kind of recruiting the Diamond Kingdom or something like that. And so, like that would be nice, but it was weird that. Leo's just whole persona throughout the story has shriveled and shrank so much. I would like to see him get some kind of play, you know what I mean, for this final yeah. arc. Yeah, and that's another part where I think Tabata had a different plan in mind for, for the final arc. Because a lot of the characters I think he wanted development for, like Charmy, like Leopold, um, are just not going to get it at this point. They're just yeah. not going to get that type of story. Um Okay, so yeah, in terms of the Tengetsu, I'm kind of similar with it. Um, I think it's it's reaching that point where it's just a very easy plot convenience uh, right. ability, especially with Lucius and, you know, see multiple futures. Like with the Asta, the speculation is he can't see him. So he can't see what he's doing. So that's why he had to kill him, even though he didn't kill him like three times, but whatever. <laughs> and now we have another person who's apparently ability to like see everything is better than Lucius. It's like, yeah, it's I weird. Don't, it's a weird yeah. crossing of abilities too at that point. And it's weird like when you think about anti-magic as a just an idea for anyone to have to face and things like that, and you have somebody that has like an all-seeing eye like the Tengetsu, it's like you take anti-magic and that together and it's like, how can you lose? You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Oh, here he is. Astro's here. Um yeah. <laughs> I would say I wish there was a better precedent of this ability existing. I think you can kind of like maybe weasel your way into saying, okay, you know, you know how there's ultimate weapons in dungeons? Because very early on in Black Clover, they said, oh, there's so many things in dungeons, even though we've seen like barely anything besides Yuna's spirit and Asta's sword. But there's supposed to be so much things in these dungeons. So maybe you can weasel your way and say, this is kind of one of those things. I don't even know if you could say the dwarves made it or whoever made it because we don't know who made these things. But yeah, maybe you can do that because, I mean, Charmy was in the Land of the Sun. So maybe the <laughs> dwarves were there, too, and they made this. But I don't. Yeah, it's kind of I, I hate like very convenient, you know, plot based abilities. And Asus is already the ultimate plot based ability with the anti-magic. Right. So <laughs> doing that even more is kind of it's kind of like iffy. And I need a good explanation, you know, with the Lucius not being able to counter, like, Ryu. Like, Lucius literally has the power of himself, 
Lucifero, Astaroth. Like, and Ryu is how is Ryu like outsmarting him at any point? It doesn't make sense well, to me. I feel like that's like the only reason that it makes sense that Ryu with the all seeing eye and Asta with anti magic working together. Yeah. So the only reason it makes sense is because of how crazy OP Lucius is. You know what I mean? So like if, if they didn't have one or the other, I mean, it would be just KO. Um, but I do think that it, the Tengetsu would be nice if we had more knowledge about like if there was any drawbacks. Like, you know, how Asta has Devil Union for a time limit. Like, can he only use it a certain amount of times a day or a week or something like that? Like, do we have any drawbacks that we know about it? Or is it just he can use this at any time? I think, I mean, at this point, we know he can use it passively because with he's already known a lot of things that was going on. And we've seen him, like, read the future moments and when uh, the people were about to get attacked by those bandits. So he can kind of use it passively and at a smaller level and then at peak level, I guess he could just use it even like even more OP than it was, and that's how they defeated the five headed dragon. So, okay. I mean, I guess it is what it is. Um, when Lucius eventually encounters Ryu, I don't, 